come with me as we go into the submarine and take a deep, deep dive. Dude, that really brought up my anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> so where is he going with this deep, deep dive? I'm trying to bring out your anxiety. Oh, okay, yeah. That's the topic for today. Anxiety. You know what? I pictured the yellow submarine in Disneyland, and I. <laughs> dude, oh really? <laughs> so you're on the same page. Yeah, was yeah. Cause, cause, dude, like, no lie, I got anxiety in that thing because you know how like the walls are like real close to the windows, the portholes. Yes. I was like so claustrophobic, man. <laughs> Everything about that ride is anxiety, especially waiting in line. There's always a line. There is always a line for that ride. And it's like the one, the slowest ride there, or something. Uh, I don't. <sighs> Dumb. Yeah. I'd rather go into the car ride. <laughs> Me too. Me too. <laughs> you look over it when you go over that little hill, and same thing. Smell the uh, what is it called? The lawnmower uh, motors. <laughs> the gas. Oh, dude. So, how, how you doing, man? I'm all right, dude. How about yourself? Good, good. Just ran some basketball. Oh, yeah. Well, we <laughs> tried that. We, we tried. There was some youngins. Yeah, that, that's true. They ran us off the court. <laughs> it was all right, though. Yeah. It was the last game, so uh, that's what we're blaming it on. Yeah. We're tired. <laughs> we were tired. Excuses, excuses. Excuses. All right, man. So let's get into it. Today's um, show. Yeah. So so to you, what, is, what does anxiety mean? Uh, I think anxiety is something brought on by uh, just either... Um, the pressures of life um you have uh responsibilities that maybe you can or cannot do or maybe that look bigger than what they really are and that kind of brings on stress right because um to go a little bit further into that so you have those stresses and everything so those are fears Mm -hmm. deep-seated fears of not being able to take care of let's say bills Mm -hmm. um take care of your family yes feed them all fear and stress like you said all collided into one giant monster exactly you know um different stages of anxiety uh shoot uh different stages of anxiety um i would have to say the type that keeps you up at night um, insomnia. Yeah, insomnia. Um, geez, you lost me on that one. Uh, you got me to add? <laughs> well, I was thinking, um, like, I meant like different symptoms. Um, like, symptoms that come with it? Yeah, like, like, have you ever, have you ever been so stressed or so anxious that you had symptoms or something? Yeah, you, you know what? Um, I'm glad you see you expanded on that. I was able to, you know, get the nod and get the rebound. Um, <laughs> Uh, reference to episode one exactly um <laughs> for me uh that brought on just like s- sweat stress sickness uh i remember being stressed out so much i got sick physically and uh and and that was tough because like you mentioned with bills not knowing if you're gonna make the rent it's at a few times in my life it's just been like you know maybe you can get away but you're not focusing on okay is the the, the owner going to give us a break or whatever like that and you know you've spent too much and you got to either borrow or whatever or or try to run a hustle to get some money that's stressful man i mean yeah. when, when you're put out there as like the head of the house and you got to take care of something that's stressful right so not, so not just surviving for yourself but having people underneath that belt yeah because belt. you feel like a failure like like i did you know at one point like maybe i, sh- I took it too hard but I was just sitting there like, dude, I, I have to put my family in a better spot. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of screwing up. So, and so when you said physically sick, what what are some symptoms? Headaches, headaches, um, nausea, nausea, and um, I actually broke out in a rash. Really? <laughs> yeah, dude. No, I'm not like really yeah. that type of dude, but yeah, I did. Yeah, I know. It's, I know. It's, for for me, sometimes what happens is that I get really, really itchy. Really? Like yeah, I'll, like my skin gets like goosebumps all over, mm-hmm. and I just super itchy like I could not stop scratching like I had to take a shower or something just because 
it's it's like it's like a burning energy. Yeah, yeah. Inside, you know. So, and sometimes that's why I can't sleep as well. Because mm. you got that. Well, I do know a friend mm. too. Real quick, um, I know I lost my hair, but it wasn't because of that. But he lost <laughs> he lost his hair because of anxiety. Oh, no way. Because he was working two jobs to support his family, hardly getting any sleep, and he was stressing out about bills. He was taking care of it, but dude, like he did it for like a year and a half, and his hair ran for the hills, dude. It was gone. Thanks. So, do you think? Um, what are some ways that we could possibly prevent an anxiety attack or some type of uh, um, or some kind of illness towards uh, anxiety? Um, having an outlet or, or maybe uh, be having someone that could just talk you down from the ledge. Because I know my wife, she's had it too where, you know, either we would have an argument or whatever, she would get, you know, anxiety attack just out of nowhere or something would stress her out and she'd get an anxiety attack. Some, some people just get it really fast, but if you have someone that could talk you out of it and talk you down from the ledge and be like, hey, you know, it's going to be all right, get that a reinsurance. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't have that little crutch, so then if you don't have that crutch, you, you're going to overdo it and it's just going to keep going. Right, and sometimes that turns into um, going to different vices and it, relying on those, and that's mm-hmm. a whole another different type of anxiety mm-hmm. because that's definitely not going to help or, or alleviate any of that. It's just going to add to it. Oh, yeah. Um, it's a temporary fix for some issues, but, you know, you're right. It's not going to fix it. Right. So, I mean, anxiety with the bills and everything. So mm-hmm. what, what I'm thinking is some a lot of times, I mean, when we think about it, it could have been avoided. Mm-hmm. So, so being on top of our bills, um, having a plan forward, mm-hmm. um, that could be some ways, too, that we could... Um, stop the anxiety or stop being so anxious because mm-hmm. you know when you're prepared for something or you have a little bit of a cushion instead of uh, instead of maybe you don't need that Starbucks maybe you don't need that candy bar or something you know, yeah put that, put that away at least you have a little bit of a cushion or just just say hey you know what well, let's take care of need first and we'll see what happens with want later right so yeah. you have to reset your priorities sometimes exactly and that was something I was guilty of growing up and, and into um, adulthood with family was I still wanted the want first right. and then at the need at the end of the month I was like oh shoot that's right so I, I can understand you because for, for for me I grew up poor so exactly like when I when I have money I was like all right I'm gonna get this I'm gonna get this I'm gonna get this yeah like everything I wanted as a kid I have mm-hmm. now you know and it's like okay I don't need this stuff but like it was just trying to fulfill that the urge that, that urge yeah. yeah and then the thing that sucks too is, is you don't realize it you're making you're saying okay I got a nice job I got this I got that going you don't adjust or you adjust your bills to um, you know you're supposed to adjust your money to your bills and then have some over you know but. What I'm trying to say is like you overspend, right. and and I did that a lot. So because I didn't realize, okay, well I can get this, I can get that, and then, then you just at the end of the month I was just bad at planning, dude. I was living in the now instead of doing the future. But real quick too, I wanted to add a lot of stress too, or anxiety comes from health. Um, mm-hmm. So if you have someone in your family that's sick, or or that's going through something, uh, that could bring anxiety on yourself too because you worry about that person. Uh, you maybe have to go out your way to take care of them because they're physically not there or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty stressful and it, it brings on a lot of anxiety. Right. So sometimes I'm just having to be there emotionally for an individual, mm-hmm. um, especially if they're emotionally sucking mm-hmm. you know, or emotionally um, draining. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes you have to remove yourself from those types of individuals as well. Yeah. Especially, I mean, 
I mean, if they're family, I get it. But like, if they're like a friend and you're you're being their crutch, but it's hurting you, you gotta like be like, okay, I've been here enough for you. You know what I mean? Like, it's time for you to step up a little bit. Yeah, because then at that point, at that point, they're just dragging you down with them, and, mm-hmm. and you know, and then you're just unnecessarily stressed out. Yeah, I agree. Have you ever had anybody that had like a super bad anxiety attack? Yeah, yeah. Um, what does that What does that look like? Uh, at times, at the worst I've seen him, um, it was almost like he was tripping on drugs. Okay. Because he was almost to the point of physically hurting himself. Uh, whereas you know how like sometimes like some people with mental illness will punch themselves in the head or maybe like you know slam their their head against the wall or something like that something violent towards themselves he was to that point and then where he just like he <laughs> one time and then he's he was he's family at the time um but he actually stabbed himself in the in the hand Oof. because he he was like i can't do it anymore you know i can't live up to people's um uh, expectations. expectations and he's like and i'm trying to tell him like hey dude like you can only do what you can do just mm-hmm. do it just try to be better every you know every day just try to do this and that. And i was trying to just be as simple simplified as i possibly mm-hmm. could talking him down from that proverbial ledge and then he was just like tripping so bad that he just pulled out one of those like paper knives you know mm-hmm. the ones and it just went boom right into his hand Whoa, what the heck and that made him feel better <laughs> but i'm like dude like relax man uh-huh. but um, it's kind of scary because some people take it to the extreme. Other people will people will just roll up themselves into a bed, cover in a blanket, and then just hope that the world passes them by. You know what I mean? Right. I've seen I've seen both sides basically. Mm. So so what are some what are some things to talk off the ledge or or to talk them off the ledge? Uh, trying to find the positives, dude. Like, um, just trying to tell them, you know, whether, you know, whether it's something simple, like, Hey, you're good at video games or something, you know, mm-hmm. anything to try to like give them hope or give them any kind of opportunity to, to take a step back from thinking about what's killing them inside and what's hurting them, uh, physically and emotionally, you know, just try to distract them with something positive basically. Right. And if you can do that, maybe it works. Yeah. Cause if you're at that level where you're doing that kind of thing, you're not helping anybody else around you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's all unnecessary. Unnecessary. Yeah. Um, uh, emotional stress. Um, well, what yeah, anything you want to add oh, about anxiety? Um, yeah, like <clears throat> with anxiety, um, it can kind of steer you into doing things that you don't want to do, and maybe, like you said, having other vices. Have you ever like seen? Um, like, have you ever, well, the same question you asked me, is there anything that you've talked to with someone that's had that kind of anxiety, you know, like tripping out in front of you or something like that? Yeah. Um, without getting too specific about what they had talked about, it's because it was a little bit, it was pretty deep. Um, it was just breaking down, you know, crying and... Oh, so they got really, really emotional? Really, really emotional. Mm. Um, to the point where they're just like, you know, I can't do this anymore. Like you said, they're at their wits' end. Yeah, and then that's—I mean, that's so tough just just to ha- just to see that, you know, especially if it's your friend, mm-hmm. just to see somebody going uh, going through that. And then this, sometimes there's nothing you could really, you know, you could really do about that besides be there, mm-hmm. besides being a listening ear. Um, 
sometimes they don't sometimes reassurance doesn't help at all true you know i mean i mean sometimes you just put through the ringer so much that you're just like you know i don't want to hear that Mm -hmm. you're immune to it yeah because you're not used to seeing it Mm -hmm. but again when you're anxious and you're that way instead you're more in tune with with paranoia so a lot of times too you make up situations that aren't even that aren't even real mm-hmm. I, I think just because you're so paranoid you're so worried that, that you're thinking ahead you're thinking five steps ahead or five different uh, dimensional ways that, that a situation could have gone yeah that's true because <clears throat> um, I know when, when I had deadlines either at work and I was anxious about that because work's another thing it's, it's, you hear stresses of daily life so you know living up to your what your wife wants you to do you know husband whatever kids but i remember just being stressed out too thinking okay um i gotta take care of something in two weeks you can't control it in two weeks but it seemed like the more and more i thought about it the faster it came and then my anxiety level went up quicker instead of like it was like man when i had the money or i didn't have these deadlines seemed like time went slower and i wasn't worried you worry about something time goes by quick and then you're at that deadline and you're you feel like you're screwed you know and then when you're doing that you're not at your full potential absolutely so a lot of times you're lacking Mm -hmm. and then that just adds to it and adds to it Mm -hmm. so uh, you know like like a lot of these things that we talked about you have to recognize when it's coming on i mean sometimes you can't do it by yourself like you brought out, you know, when you have your, you know, your wife or or, or a person has their partner, um, you know, or a friend or somebody that they talk to, um, sometimes they're not always there, mm-hmm. and, you know, and you have to deal with that thing on your own. So, what are some ways that you could pull yourself out of that? Ooh, um, I would have to say with any other vice, it's the same thing. It's identifying the problem. It's identifying the fact that okay, I've already been there, done that. If I continue at this level, all I'm going to do is make myself worse. I'm going to stress myself out. I guess it's just bottom line, understanding the situation and being willing to either change your mindset or have or ask for help in changing your mindset. Um, and going along with that, you um, you take that time to evaluate um, to evaluate if, what what you're doing. This, uh, what, what are you always doing the same? Mm-hmm. You know, it, you can't have different results if you're not changing what you're doing. Bingo. So, starting maybe writing writing it down. Mm-hmm. What are some of my goals? Mm-hmm. What are what can I achieve? And then it doesn't have to be something way, you know, this, uh, above the moon. You know, over mm-hmm. the moon. It could be something small. Maybe um, putting away two bucks a, a day. Mm-hmm. Or you know, ten bucks a week or something. Maybe something like that. Um, it, just to have one bill, or maybe ha- or maybe maybe try to get ahead one month on a bill or something. Yeah, yeah. Just so you could have that leverage when you go forward. So that way you're not always like, okay, this has to be paid here, and um, I gotta make sure I have this much. I gotta make sure I have this much. Mm-hmm. Because especially with the pandemic and stuff, um, like can happen, anything can change that situation. Oh yeah. It's not always gonna be the same, and and and, and that's that's the thing too. We get into a comfort zone. And um, we don't want to change mm-hmm. because, you know, we're comfortable here. Mm-hmm. And that, that's, that's always worked for us. But, I mean, if we're, if we're stuck and we're anxious and stuff, it really hasn't worked for us. Mm-hmm. So we have to um, make a change and go forward. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because if you can see it on paper, 
And even if, like you said, it's a small victory, it's a victory you didn't have before. It's a victory you didn't celebrate before. Right. And maybe that's something that you could be like, okay, I can maybe do this, you know, start small. And like you said, move up in the next one, move up a little more. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's the other thing too. If you're working like a high paying job and you've got the stress of, okay, I got people under me, I got to perform, mm-hmm. they got to perform. That's a lot of anxiety and a lot of people, they get, they work their butts off to get to that position, but they don't realize the stress that comes along with it and the anxiety that builds up of, I got to perform every day. Mm. It's not like a football player where, you know, I got a week off. I just, every Sunday I got to do it. No, you're doing it every day, Yeah, you know, and that's, that's, that can be very stressful. Oh yeah. Especially, especially if you're in a high position like that, because especially if you're a good person, Mm -hmm. because a lot of those places, as soon as the stocks are, or their value goes down, people you have to start letting people go. Yeah. And that could be stressful, especially if you have a family and those people have a family. And, and you know them and, good. And you know them well. Yeah, was, um, being around individuals all day at work, um, well, I'm assuming those people are like at an office job or something, mm-hmm. like, you know. Um, it's like my son Rick plays with Morty in, in the <laughs> pool, and you know, I got to let Rick and his family go, you know. Right, yeah. Um, so... Um, man, anything else? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, uh, unless you got anything else, I think we covered anxiety pretty good. Um, yeah, I mean, it doesn't have to be something so long, you know. We just yeah. have a good little talk on a Saturday, especially since, since we had our, ourselves handed to us. Yeah. <laughs> the other team released their stress on us. So. Oh, yeah, seriously. <laughs> now I have anxiety. I'm yeah. Gonna go and, I'm going to go home and, and just scratch myself all, all over. <laughs> I'm going to break out in hives. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, uh, speaking of anxiety, uh, since we're closing this off. It's poem time. Poem time. Yeah. So I had showed this one to you before, but nobody knows that. So I guess I don't have to mention that. But, you know, it's all right. It's all right. So this has to do with um, moving on or having hope from anxiety. Okay. Well, not necessarily, but I mean, it fits in that that, that same thing, you know. Okay. Mm -hmm. Here it goes. Sweat and blood, wrong way down life's current, yet you fight to stay above water. Your stomach's torn metaphorically and literally from the crawling of an upwards fight. You press on through the obstructions of life both mentally and physically, making the goal seem farther. You lay down for one last night, death staring you in the eyes, creeping in from the shadows. It's the blanket of shame wrapping you with the forgotten lies. Breathe, breathe, breathe. Close your eyes. It's going to be all right. It's not the blanket of despair. It's your cocoon beginning its chrysalis, showing your light. You reap the benefits of your perseverance. You no longer have to cry. You were once a lowly caterpillar. Now you're a butterfly, soaring sorely, soaring strongly through the sky. Thank you, sir. All I'll right. Myself. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Cool, man. Well. Thanks for the hospitality and the water. Anytime. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So for uh, Todd and Joe. Joe. (laughs) Signing out. There you go.